I gotta do this, man. I gotta, you know, I gotta get my, you know, I gotta get my Garmin, you know, if it didn't record on Garmin, if it's not on Strava, it didn't happen, you know? So all of those things. And I, I remember that I was in the water after doing the 2000 yards and I said, click, turn off. Good. So I'm going to enjoy this, right? Yeah. We are ready, everyone. Ironman and beyond. Awesome. Today's Tuesday. And as usual, we have our live interview this time with one of our athletes who came from honestly from wow i don't know where even where to start well let me introduce steve falcon <laughs> so today yes there you go today we'll get a chance to talk to steve and to basically to see how he even gets started with the sport itself because you'll 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 hear you know how he started but right now uh He's a triathlete who three years ago, I'm not sure even, yeah, was it three years ago, Steve, that you got into a motorcycle accident? Was that right? No, no, no. That was some time ago. That was in 2009 that right. was the motorcycle accident. Yeah. Uh, but, and but it shaped my, my thought process. Sure. From 2009 all the way up to the point where I started actually getting into cycling. The sport itself. Yeah. So before <laughs> the long time ago uh more of an ancient steve <laughs> well he was motorcycling a lot doing a lot of um with the band also right steve right and uh he got into an accident which is a motorcycle accident which is really really unfortunate wherein the doctor had to rebuild his foot and then during that time he actually until now he has a plate and nine screws in his foot uh, he spent during uh, when he he had an accident. He had a he had to spend six months in the hospital. And I was talking about this one to him. Like I could not yeah. imagine six months in the hospital. And then after that, it wasn't like uh, like immediately go back to the regular active or at least going back to work. He actually had to stay in bed for about three months, and he had to relearn how to walk. So that's how he was. Besides right. that, he also, uh, and then, you know, the chronological might be kind of like mixed up, but you also have, you were overweight then, right, Steve? Most definitely. Uh, uh, 200 and close to 250. 250, and now where are you at? Uh, I'm at 172 right now. All right. You don't yeah. have to reveal everything. That's like that that's like 70 pounds difference. And yeah. it, so he started from 250 overweight doing, you know, motorcycle. And also he has a band. And there you go. <laughs> and then, you know, relearning how to walk. And then suddenly, you know, when I met him, he basically wants to do double century ride. At the time right. he was already doing century rides and he had lost some weight when you reach out to me steve right. why let's start from like why did you want to do double century and i believe that was 2017 was 2017 it? correct yeah. okay 
So what, it, what I mean, because for a lot of people who's actually doing, you know, aiming for century, double century is like out of the world. Just two, basically 200 miles in one day. That's what he was aiming for back in 2017. So what made you actually think about that, Steve? Was it friends or just you? No, 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 no. Definitely it was friends. It was okay. the leader of my writing group, uh, which in 2017, I had joined a writing group uh, because prior to that, as you mentioned, uh, I was all about the, the motorcycle life, more specifically the Harley life. Uh, by the way, this Harley. is- this is COVID hair, by the way, but before <laughs> I used to have hair down to my waist, um, you know, leather, caps, the whole bit, right? That was the Harley lifestyle. Harley lifestyle is all about drinking beer, smoking cigars, you know, and, and riding your motorcycle. And, and a rock star too, because you're and, what? And also, you know, I, I had my band. I was in three different projects. I had my own band called Midlife Crisis LA. Yeah. And then that was a rock band. And then I was in two other uh, projects. Um, playing different instruments so and in my band I, I sang and played an instrument so so that was my life I was you know in bars obviously playing music uh, festivals playing music uh, and then living the Harley lifestyle so 250 you know as far as poundage is concerned I mean that's that was my life uh, so um, I had a a, a big um, life-changing event and I'm not going to go into the whole details of that life-changing event but in 2017, I said, you know what? I can either decide to go right here. This is what I know. Or I can go this way mm -hmm. and try something different. A neighbor of mine said, hey, why don't you try cycling? <laughs> I see that you, uh, you know, that you uh, take out your bike here and there. I said, yeah, I think the last time I took out my bike was about nine months ago. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I ran right around the corner and I was like exhausted. I'm like, yeah. The same for me. So I told him, sure, why not? So he, he referred me to a, a writing group, literally right down the street from my house. Cool. It's through this writing group, which is shout out to my boys and ladies at Montebello Bicycling Coalition or MBC. Um, it's through this writing group that I was able to develop not only you know, writing partners, but also friends that are friends today. Uh, till today. Um, and, and really, that's where it kind of started as far as, you know, I remember my very first bicycle ride to downtown LA and back from Montebello to downtown LA and back. I, I could not even keep up. Um, I was way in the back. It, you know, it was one of those things where my heart was pounding out of my chest. <laughs> so, but you have to start somewhere. And Little by little, right? Uh, 12 miles turned into 20 miles, turned into 50 miles. Uh, 50 miles turned into 100 miles, right? And then the leader of, of our group, Gilbert said, hey, I want, I want to do this thing called the California Triple Crown. It's like, what is that? Oh, that's 200 miles in one day. Like, you're crazy. I'm never going to do 200 miles on a bicycle in one day. That's just, that's, um, he said, no, 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 it can be done. We have to train for it, but it can be done. And so I was still very skeptical, was skeptical about it. So I reached out to you at that point in time and said, I need help. Well, that's where it started. There you go. When we started, yeah, we met at the cafe, but yep. um, 
there were a lot of different steps of what we had to go through actually, because at the time you even like told me, not even when we were training for triathlon, you already told me, coach, I, I cannot run. I can only right. do elliptical and which is true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, <laughs> when, very I, true. when I first saw you run, like, okay, that's okay. We're just going to focus on cycling anyways. And you also told me that your ankle would swell up uh, big time. And like it's about, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I saw it actually during the swim last weekend. And it's about one and a half size of the other ankle. So I know you had to do a lot of different things to actually adjust on that in terms of your shoes, the way you actually bike, and you have gone through that. And um, other than that, you know, in terms of the swimming, you started from zero. Also, the last, for, time, the last time I swam was in high school. Yeah, I'm that was only like five, 10 years ago. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Years ago. <laughs> yeah, so high school. <laughs> Uh, never, uh, and then the running portion also, have you ever thought that you could run at all? You just kind of like jog, right? Or walk? No, no. the last it's time like I ran, you know, I, I think, you know, an enchirito was involved or, you know, I was running to get some fast food or something, but no, actually running probably in high school again, when I was on the wrestling team, uh, <laughs> that was the last <laughs> time I ran. There's that was the last thing. <laughs> okay. So, um, so uh, would that was that like more of one of the things that's one uh, mindset block as well? Have you ever thought like, hey, can I actually run during those times? You know what? For for the longest time, I had no interest whatsoever in running um, or exercise, competitive exercise to be to to even say okay, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to enter this race or I'm going to do, no. And that was never in my thought process. My thought process was, you know, rock out. My thought <laughs> process was, you know, let's go for a ride. And, and really for, for me, the mindset was very different. Mindset for me was, no, you know what? Uh, uh, I, I know I can't run. And, and the accident that happened even fortified that that block mental block really yeah. of me not even saying no there's absolutely no way you know i have i have two plates they completely reconstructed my left foot and an ankle um you know there were 19 screws in total um they reconstructed all of the uh the, this front area of my feet uh foot left foot and and you know they took muscle from my lower abdomen, skin from my inner thigh, and they reconstructed my ankle. Um, I'm very grateful to this day. I, I thank yeah. God for the fact that I'm here. That's you know, I so really every single step that I take, I acknowledge the fact that uh, you know I, it could have gone even worse. You know, I lost a really good friend that day. You know, during that motorcycle accident, and and the reality was that's where I was heading, you know, because, you know, and I see it as that turning point in my life was a reality check. And the reality check was, Steve, um, you got to change your mindset. Um, and, and really your mindset is, okay, you can do things, but really there's only a certain amount of mindset that you're able to push yourself to, to become aware of, right? 
The rest of it, you say, no, you know what? I can't, I can't do that. Because why? Because I have 19 screws and, and two plates in my, in my leg and my, in my uh, foot. And so I always just put it out of my mind. I said, no, I ain't running. <laughs> Yeah, so, you, need, you don't even want to think about it or don't no. even want to try it. Or, you know, you probably would know, you probably can run, but it's just this one thing. You know, I'll just stick with my bike, right? I'm okay yeah. with my bike. I'm doing great with my bike, but you still went for triathlon. And I was happy and at the same time surprised because I'm like, whoa, Steve. Because the thing is that, I mean, well, before we even go to triathlon, because I, at the same time, I, want, I don't want to miss out what are the things that you've learned, actually, when we went to the double century first, because that's already, already big for a lot of people, especially for you, from century to double century. What are the things that you've learned, just the double century rides, you know, during the coaching, during the training? <laughs> You're like, I'm laughing, you know, during the training, just... I still remember the details. <laughs> well, a lot of them, but uh, actually let me just show what are the things that uh, I, I did post this one, but for some people have not seen it because before he did not really have a trainer. Correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. That, but this that is, is correct. You were my is, first trainer, period. Well, also that's the trainer that my mama bought me when I was a kid. Right, so, right. Yeah. So this was actually what I'm showing here is him doing his first century on a spin bike. Oh, that was crazy. Because it was raining and he was like kind of like five hours on a spin bike at the gym at the time. No Zwift, no Netflix. And he did it. And how many times? And, and this was one of the things that you had to do or just had to do because it was raining and you need three times. So... So what, you know, those are some minds, <laughs> the hardcore training. I mean, and oh, yeah, just tell us like, what are the maybe two or three things that you've learned during when you were training for double century rides? Cause I know it's not just about training, right? Or no, me. you know what? And, 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 and when I mentioned to you that you were my very first person as far as any formal training whatsoever, as far as exercise is concerned, right? My biggest thing is you told me, this is what you're going to do. And, oh, and by the way, this thing called training peaks, this is where you're going to document. I hated it, hated it every <laughs> single minute of having to go, why do I have to input this? So I fought you all the way, completely. <laughs> you probably never even knew about that. Yeah, let uh, me show to everyone the training piece if you don't mind, <laughs> just so people can actually relate to it. So training peaks, yeah. some of them are red, some of them are green. So let me just show you. The training peaks is basically a calendar of workouts that I assign to athletes. Right. So at least they get more focus to what they need to do for that day. And right. I know it's colorful, but basically the red is what he did not complete or he did not update but the green ones are the check marks the good stuff wherein he's doing really well so so that actually helps the athlete focus more because it's a structured training uh workouts training plan so go ahead now that they know about training peaks that you right. used to not to dis dislike or even so I, so, I, so I fought you every single step of the way so but there was a part of my mind that kept saying you need to change you need to accept this. 
you need to obviously she knows what she's what she's doing she she's got you know a lot more experience than you do in this in this point so trust the process right so it was a a, a constant battle of the mind for me what uh, I man I can do this myself right versus okay trust it trust the process keep going and there's this little little dark thing in us you know it, it's really deep down inside that tells you you've got to push forward you gotta so really the second thing you know first thing is fight you all the way right on on the on the training um as far as documentation i all i wanted you to tell me is okay do this and, and let me know that you got it done all right well but there was an accountability aspect of it and so I was not used to sharing accountability with anybody, mm. really. Uh, I am an only child, okay? I, I don't have, you know, anybody that, yeah, it, it really, as far as exercising is concerned, that's something that for me was an issue of, you know, uh, hey, you know. Let me do my thing. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, I'll get it done, but no. Uh, so the second, the second thing I learned from that whole training um, part was really the fact that you have to trust the process. You you really do, and because if you don't, then you're lost. And I know I was lost, you know, at a certain point. Um, so that was the second thing. And then the last thing was the discipline, um, and the discipline that 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 involves you having to change everything in the yes. way that you think um, because if you don't then it's not going to work mm -hmm. and really you know a lot of people say oh you know i'm motivated man i want to do this right and, but really it involves work it's hard work and if you're not willing to put in the hard work then what are you doing Right. And so at, at, a, at a certain point in time, I said to myself, OK, I got to put in the hard work. I got to do 100 miles on this thing. Right. It's inside <laughs> the gym bike. <laughs> on a on spin, spin bike, bike with no TV. And no, I mean, I literally was sitting five there looking at myself in the mirror. Like, alone. Alone. <laughs> alone. Exactly. So but at the same time, you know what? I think it helped me. It helped me understand you know, not necessarily the fact that, okay, you're doing hundred miles on a stationary bike, right? That's just, that's what it is right there and then, but it needed to be done. So I needed to be able to say, all right, it's, yeah, get it done. However means possible. Good. I, and I didn't used to think that way. So that third part of learning the discipline that it takes, right? And I'm not going to tell you that I, I, you know, learning discipline has yeah. fixed everything. Mm -hmm. On the contrary, you know, because you and I both did a double century where you told me on a Thursday, hey, let's do this double century on Saturday. I'm like, sure, why not? You know, I, 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 was I will like, remember. <laughs> I was like, yes, man, from Jim Carrey, yes, right? In I this movie, that. Jim Carrey, uh, you always you say yes. Say yes. You have to say yes to everything. And part of that, I'm the same way. Yes. You know if it's positive, 
if it's something that's positive, or at least I think it's positive, I'm like, hey, man, I'm all in. <laughs> Sign me up. Because I'm, we're going to talk about that in a little while. Yeah, because yeah. Your, my triathlon journey starts with, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, so, you know, really at that point, it was like, okay, I, I can do this, right? I can do these doubles. But that didn't necessarily mean that I didn't make mistakes because that time that you asked me to do a double century with three days preparation, really no day preparation, because I, I just said, okay, let's do it. And you saw me gloriously bonk that day um, because no nutrition, no sleep. Um, I, I, you know, I got to bed like at 1130 the night before and, and got up at two o'clock in the morning to go and drive to Palmdale to be there at 3.30 in the morning. It, it, so so when, when my point is, you know, a discipline doesn't necessarily always mean that there's going to be smooth sailing ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you shared that. It will always be a story to tell. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Look, actually saying yes is a big thing already. Others would just say no or even ignore it or in denial that they got to do something, right? So right. at least saying yes is a good start. But what I like about what everything that you've actually said, um, discipline, trusting the process, Okay. Right. And accountability. Those are very, very critical in training. I wanted to say hi to everyone who's actually watching Carlos, Fanny, Memo, Raul, and Denise. Welcome everyone. Emma, Emma too. So if you guys are watching this one live, just hashtag live or replay, hashtag replay. Glad to have everyone here. So hopefully you guys are catching everything that uh, Steve's uh, saying. Sometimes it's it's good reminder. And sometimes we, we already know about it, but it's also good to actually have someone to actually share his experience and his learnings uh, during the process. Um, in terms of, let me see. So you've learned about just saying yes and being disciplined. So now you've had a great time in completing double century after that with coaching with me. You've learned a lot and actually built a lot more friendship with a lot of people in the cycling community, I think that's about two or three years that you're like happy go <laughs> cycling. Um, Love it. And then yeah. the next thing is that- uh, like That's it was my just, happy spot or my yeah. happy place. There you go. Uh, it was just last year. Suddenly, suddenly. <laughs> hey, Tunita, welcome Tunita. Uh, having you uh, join the Beyond Myself project when you actually volunteered there. Again, I really appreciate everything <laughs> that you've actually put in but at the same time it seems like you, it actually also benefited you because i don't know if it benefited you but but i think it did because suddenly your mindset start wondering about triathlon yep tell me what happened <laughs> what went wrong or what went well <laughs> but yeah well, tell me when did it start that thought maybe I could do a triathlon what month or what yeah tell tell us well let me tell you let me tell you the whole triathlon thing um it, it was never in my mind it really wasn't right it was it was a whole issue of like being vegan right I've been vegan now for a little over three years maybe or two years I don't know time just goes by 
People say, do you miss carne asada? I'm like, of course I miss carne asada. No, just kidding. But, <laughs> so, you know, I, I had the same mindset of, of, you know, being vegan. It's like, you know, once people started telling me, hey, man, I'm vegan. I was like, hey, dude, you know, I, I'm, gl I'm glad that you, you know, chose that. That's for you. That works for you. Just don't take away my, you know, my bacon. Right. That was my mindset. Well, triathlon was never in my, my, my uh, frame of thought. I was like, hey, those are those guys over there. You know, they're just so intense. I, I just want to continue to do my double centuries and, you know, and do other adventures. Right. Like cycle from San Diego to the Grand Canyon, Monica Busby. Um, so, I mean, things like that, adventures, right? Um, I, I already had plans on, on doing the Santiago, I mean, Santiago, the Camino de Santiago in Spain, right? On a bike and just doing a lot of things on the and bike. Travel. But and really, that was the only thing. And it was like this. Yeah. Um, but coming into a Beyond Myself project. I, you know, was there witnessing, obviously, your day-to-day. -day. I mean, if I, would have, if I would have volunteered maybe once or twice, right? Okay, yeah, you know, this nice lady, she's doing some, you know, great things. Nice, crazy Girl, lady. <laughs> I saw, I saw the ups and downs that was that journey that you took right i was there at four o'clock in the morning you know when 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 the the water was super cold you know and, and super dark and and it's Sometimes like wow, <laughs> why why would this woman put herself through this right i i i would be there for the bike i would be there for the run and i just said that's crazy you know they're just ah come on i mean really and in essence but something in the back of my head right here said, it's possible. Steve, it's possible. If she could do it, then I can do it. Then you can do it. And I say you, whoever's listening, whoever is watching, th there is no limit. There really isn't. It's all here. It's all mindset. And really, and, and I will tell you, and I will tell you, yes, man, that was a yes, man moment. Steve, I'll do St. George if you do St. George with me. Monica Busby. <laughs> um, okay, sure, why not? And that's when I realized, you know what? I, I understand that I can do so much more. Um, we as individuals stop at a certain point, okay? Because we say, this is it for me, man. I can't do anything more. I'm at 70% and I haven't done 100%. You know what? There's a lot more that you can do. So I remember when, whenever I made that decision, because I didn't make it until later, all right? And yeah. But it wasn't until after I ran with you, mm -hmm. that last day of I beyond myself, that. I ran with you and I almost fell over um, because it was a very emotional part for me because I only lasted 
when it seemed, you know, hours, it was literally like maybe five minutes. I couldn't even keep up. Um, I was at 15, you know, 15 minute pace, probably even either that or an 18 minute pace. My heart was pounding out of my chest and I couldn't even, I couldn't even keep up. Right. But I was happy. Yeah, and you were reason, running. And the reason why I was happy was I was running. Yes, you were moving forward with your two legs. I said, I, I can do this. I can do this. You know, get it out of your mind, Steve, that you cannot run. Yes. Does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. But you know what? I can run. And, and that revelation there to me said, I'm built for so much more. Good. I am built for so much more when it comes to, and, and, and it's funny because you know what I say, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid now because really, <laughs> I really am. You know, it's, it's a really interesting transformation because really it, it's, it's brought me so much happiness just to understand that this is, this is the beginning of yet another journey. Yep. Right. Triathlon. <laughs> It opened right. up a new chapter that you right. never thought it's there even in the first place. Uh, right, exactly. You know, uh, I remember that you had a clinic uh, back in uh, uh, 2019 before COVID. Yeah. Um, the swim clinic. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, we were at uh, uh, the Long Beach, the, yes. the Belmont Pool. And I believe, is that a 50 meter? Yeah, 50 meter. Like, Okay, so it's a 50 meter lane. So I remember you saying to everybody that was there that day, hey, you know what, go ahead and take, you know, take a warm up lap. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna start in five minutes. Ah, cool, man, let's do that. Ah, so I'm, you know, I'm, I, again, I haven't swam since high school. That was back in the, you know, <clears throat> 80s. So <laughs> at that point in time, I said, okay, let's do this. I'm swimming, I'm swimming, I'm good. And I'm literally out of breath. I'm going, yeah. oh my God, I must be at the end of the pool by now. I pop up. Halfway, not even halfway. <laughs> not even halfway. <laughs> Stay like, here, Steve. <laughs> Don't go too far. I'm grabbing the side of the pool going, okay, I could do this. Um, so That's that, amazing. That, was, that was funny for me. It, it, but you know what? It, it, it inspired me. I said, you know what? I can do, I can do so much more. I really yeah. can. If, if I employ just a fraction of the amount of effort that I put in, in my double centuries, then by all means, uh, you know, this is what this is, you know, it's, it's wide open. Yeah. Um, so triathlon came into, and I didn't even really consider myself a triathlete. Because mm -hmm. I said, oh, you know, I, I, I got to do my first race first, right? To be able to be, keep, be called a triathlete. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Even though I have not done my first race, my first race is right around the corner. And I'm super excited about it. Um, I, I feel I'm already there. Oh, yeah. I, I, am, I am a triathlete because it's a mindset. And it's a mindset that I had to overcome you're right i have to overcome obstacles but now guess what i'm like this yep yep this is this is me now and 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 for me 
you know, that goal, that, that vision um, ha has brought me into a whole nother level of appreciation. It really has. Yep. Yep. Actually, I still remember going back to the story that you were saying to me about the run. I still remember when you were running and I was happy at the same time. And I know it must be, it must be like struggle for you, but just to see you just trying was a great thing to me already. <laughs> so, so that was good. And I suggest that you keep all these memories, even the struggle where you started to yourself because you can actually you will be able to use that in other areas just so for example how you use your uh, double century experience you know where you're at and you were able to overcome it and then now you're using the same concept or mindset mindset on your triathlon wherein hey i did that on the double century see where i'm at right now in swimming and running you were able to do that so it's basically what it's more of like that thought where you're at and where are you at now right and then now so so the next thing uh what i wanted to share to everyone so for for who else that actually just call in or start watching uh hashtag live or hashtag replay if you're watching the replay anyone who actually relates to what steve is sharing we're in you know maybe there's a lot more for me Right, and you start thinking, what is what else is there for me? Should I do it? Should I try? And then once you actually start trying, you realize, oh, there's more. There's more things out there besides what I was already doing, because that's what actually uh, Steve just said. Um, all right. So now uh, let's see. Let me share this one here. This was, <laughs> and as I said, you know, like I said. I was looking at the timeline mm. of your training. Right. It's amazing. So you started the coaching on December 28th. Well, before even that, on October, October of just last year, when uh, Steve was volunteering and actually told me, hey, you know, I'm thinking about that training for triathlon. Oh, you want to train for triathlon? Wow. <laughs> and then Denise, who was there also, who actually said, Oh, 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 you got to see the doctor first. Oh, the so doctor. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, like, the doctor. Why, Denise? Because Steve is not telling me anything. Ah, oh, oh, oh. the doctor said she needs foot surgery. Steve, you got to tell me that first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I forgot to tell you about the so, foot surgery. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the doctor told you you need foot surgery, right? right. Now, just keep, keep it short. You know, like, what? Is that again the thought process of you hearing it from your doctor? You need a foot surgery, but then there's this other. I want to do triathlon. It's like for normal, normal quote unquote human being, it's not normal. Whatever, however you're thinking, Steve. The doctor said this, and then but you're going here. Share us what happened, <laughs> what went wrong, or what went well on that thought process of yours, but still got you here where you're at right now but tell us going back there first <laughs> well let me let me let me just share every single person that's that is is present today right now um has heard advice from their doctor that has chosen to ignore that advice um for many many reasons okay uh e.e. E. me um yes 
the doctor said, you need foot surgery. You need to fix a certain thing about your foot. Um, it's Good going to take, uh, it's going to take about six to eight weeks for recovery. And I said, six to eight weeks. Um, I, I don't want to miss out. I, you know, I, that's right <laughs> that's in the long. middle of summer. So I'm thinking, okay, well maybe, maybe winter, but then no, you know what? There's some really cool rides and during the, the, the winter month. So part of me, part of me was just being rebellious saying, mm -hmm. you know what, doctor, I've lived with the pain for this long. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think I got it. I think I'm good. Right. <laughs> so you say I need surgery. I say, you know, I just need, <laughs> I just need, you know, <laughs> something <laughs> else in, in order to get me through. Um, and really it was, a, it was one of those things where I made the decision um, to keep moving forward and say, okay, if it really comes to a point where it's precluding, you know, me from, from even moving, then yes, then, then I understand, you know, because as I get older, <clears throat> older, um, I know that, you know, eventually things will end up becoming an issue down the line. Um, but I also thought about, you know what, I, I, I just need to get this, this done. And, and which is triathlon or surgery? Get no, triathlon. No, I mean, okay, or just right. moving forward. Just okay. moving forward. Okay. You know, I just didn't want to um, uh, be down. And, and, you know, and I said, I, I can continue to be, live with the pain. And you know what? The, the interesting part about it is that once I started to become even more active, right, outside of, of cycling, the pain started to minimize, mm -hmm. right? So part of it was a lot of arthritis pain mm -hmm. that was there present, which I never really dealt with before. And now I have, you know, and, and so part of it was, yes, it started based on being rebellious. And then it ended up being to a point where, you know, I can now say, hey, I'm, I'm doing this. And, you know, and down the line, if I need to see a doctor, then I'll see a doctor, you know, and, but right. that's, so, that's the approach. Yeah. So, and then the next thing is that on December 28th, that's when you started coaching on, and I was looking at the timeline. I think that will be like about two weeks, January 13th, right? Your workout says, I need you, you know, you need to swim 400 laps, 400 <laughs> yards, right and you cannot do it and actually, actually you even you even said that coach i i actually have it here <laughs> oh here oh this is cool ha <laughs> i have it everything recorded here Great. <laughs> all right he Dave said always watching always watching January 13 Steve could not do the full main set. So I did two by 200 first time swimming nonstop for this distance, which is 200. By the third lap of the fourth, I started to lose my form and he was thrashing. So basically at the time, January 13, only two weeks uh, into the coaching, he couldn't finish even the 400. But guess what? What happened after that? Let me just run through uh, all my notes here. Um, Next thing is that on February, wow. All right, so let me see this one. Sorry. 
Okay. On February 24th, that's about one month to into right. coaching, you were able to complete 800, double of the distance that you couldn't finish last time. Plus, right. your pace actually improved from 145 to three minutes per 100 yards to 205 minutes per 100 yards. That's only two months into training. That's amazing, I, I think. You did put a lot of work. And what I wanted to show to you, uh, one of the things, and uh, Steve can add more. One of the things that he was very, uh, he was doing a lot is actually he posts his workouts in the group. Every time he, he finished something, he will post a selfie just like this. <laughs> saying, coach, I did this one first 3,000 yards, orally. and actually, it actually helps out with the group also, or not just that. Sometimes I, we would see him actually posting something at night, wherein, okay, so like, for example, was this one of the runs? Yeah, he was running at night. We will see it. Uh, yeah, this one is in the morning. So he there will be times when he's running at the track after work at night, and then suddenly we'll see another post next day, coach, I finished swimming. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this guy just doesn't stop. And I could see that commitment there. And it really showed uh, in terms of the commitment. So so now in terms of swimming, also going back to first, uh, the swimming. So after that two months, two months after the coaching, that was actually when you took out that new wetsuit that you just got online and then wear it. And that was February 28th. That was exactly two months. And that was your first open water swim yeah. on a more flat in Bayshore. Bayshore, right. And <laughs> I don't know if it was timing or not, but three months, just last Sunday, you went to the ocean, three months. It's like, again, March 28th. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, let's, let's, let's check out Steve. I thought this was fun. I actually put this one together. So this was Steve, his nice pose. So very, very stone, of course. And then him going through that. Let's, let's do that again. With no music, but he, this is, his, this is the athlete who came from zero and going through that ocean. And guess what? After that, He's like a kid on his own, <laughs> swimming farther <laughs> than was Steve, just having fun. And that's Steve. All right. So that was actually just last Sunday. And I thought that was amazing. What did you feel, Steve? I felt like a tamale at Christmas, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, man, in that wetsuit, um, that very first time at, at, at Bayshore, yeah. um, it was hilarious. It, it just, I'm playing, wow, you know, another, another first, right? Yes. Another many of, of first times because uh, in this, during this journey of mine, I've had a lot of firsts and most definitely, um, you know, 3,000, 3,000 yards. There's, That's a lot. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Sometimes my mind does not quite calculate on oh i did three thousand yards okay three thousand yards is this much and blah, blah. no it's just it's the way you feel right it's the way that you Good. okay my biggest thing my biggest joy 
from, from coming from not being able to swim 400 yards to swimming 3,000 yards. And I think I did 2,000 yards plus um, this past Sunday in ocean water. First time. By the way, this past Sunday, there was a point that, that I, I said, you know what? It's funny because we as athletes are so single focused, right? I got to do this, man. I got to, you know, I got to get my, you know, I got to get my Garmin, you know, if it didn't record on Garmin, if it's not on Strava, it didn't happen, you know? So all of those things. And I, I remember that I was in the water after doing the 2000 yards and I said, click, turn off. Good. I'm going to enjoy this. Right. And that's what a lot of people sometimes don't understand. It's like, yeah, you know, you train, you train, you train, but if you don't enjoy it, what are you doing? You know? And and I had to, I had to stand there because really, you know, with the wetsuit, yeah, <laughs> you're, like you're like, hey, so I had to stand there and, and, and there was nobody else in the water. And it was just me in the ocean. And I said, you know, I, I'm blessed. I'm blessed the fact that I'm standing here in the middle of not, I mean, at the beginning of the ocean um, and, and doing all of the things, these things that I'm doing. Right. So it gives you uh, a, a renewal. It gives you that revitalization that you need in order for you to keep pushing forward. Because again, 3,000 yards was like, oh, okay, 3,000 yards. It was in a pool. Oh, okay. You know, but the biggest thing and the biggest joy that I got out of it is I learned how to breathe. Yeah. Right? That was the most important thing out of it. You know, not the fact that I'm doing all these drills, yep. you know, doggy paddle and What's the other one? Um, Sculling and sidekicks and broken arrows, you know, terminology I would have never been using in 2020 and, you know, and beyond. And and so, but at the same time, once you get it, right? Mm -hmm. Once you become, you know, in that zone, whatever that zone is. and, And for me, the zone was, hey, I can breathe right? And now I can breathe both sides. I can breathe, you know, I was more comfortable on one side, but I forced myself to, to breathe on the other. And man, that involved a lot of swallowing pool water that involved a lot of swallowing ocean water. You know, it, it, it's part of it, but I'm doing it, you know, and, and, and and I'm looking forward to continuing that journey because really 3,000, 2,000, that's kind of like the beginning, right? It's only a number. That's it's only a number, really. Yeah. It, it really is. And so um, I, I go in it with the fact that I'm just very grateful, right? Mm-hmm. If, I, if I approach things with a grateful heart of, and the mindset of a grateful heart, then anything is possible. It really is. You know, today, this morning, I got up. I want to get up. It's too early. I got up, got my butt out there, and I ran. I ran from my house all the way to the top of the tower in Turnbull Canyon without stomping. Awesome. I had never done that before. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and, and even though I'm not fast, you know what? I, 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 I said, I got to get this done, you know, and, and um, 
and, and I, and again, the feeling of, of, of gratefulness, right? I got up to the top and I said, you know, thank you, God. I'm like, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here, you know, and, and what better, it doesn't matter, you know, I, it doesn't matter if it, that I, you know, ran X amount of time or what have you. In the grand scheme of things, you know, it's how hard you push yourself, right? You, nobody else is looking, you know, mm -hmm. and sure, you know, this does a really good job of, of, you know, of broadcasting it to the world and saying, hey, this is what I did. But the reality is that it starts with you. It starts with here, of the fact that you can do it, yeah. right? So. And also, I think it's also how enjoy how enjoyable it is or what you're doing, how happy you are. It's not, and I, I remember you saying that, hey, I haven't really finished that 70.3, but I feel that I am a triathlete because you are, you are being that triathlete already. I don't see any reason for someone to actually, oh, I gotta finish before I can call my, myself because you are, it's the being you at the present right now. You even change your, Correct me if I'm wrong, your lifestyle, the way you do things just to actually incorporate the training. I'm sure that was one of the challenges, right? Because it's uh, like most, three sports. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Three sports and and the fact that, you know, uh, you know, you got to be in bed early, right? You, mm -hmm. You're getting up at yeah. four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. You know, I can't do, you know, 1130, you know, going out to the club. Well, you can't go out to the club right now, but you know, <laughs> still you, you can go out. I mean, you can, but you're going to suffer, right? That much more. <laughs> um, so the reality is it's a mindset, you know, and it's a different mindset, but I, I wouldn't change this for the world now. I, I, I know what it's like to be sick and tired. And I got tired of being sick and tired. You know, and, and, and really the party life, that's what happens. You know, you get to the point where, you know, the days just kind of run into each other. The, the weekends run into, the, uh, into each other. It's like, okay, yeah, all right. But here, every single day is a new adventure. Every single day, your heart's pumping. And it's, and it's something where you're, you're, you're willing to say, yeah, you know what? This is making me a better person. Good. Um, you know, for, for, for my health, really. Good. Good. And so I'm, I'm jazzed. I'm, <laughs> I couldn't be more, more happy, you know, because this is the start and I don't know where this is going to take me. You know what? I'm, I'm just kind of like floating, you know, in that, in that river, you know, and, and sometimes I, you know, I want to be like the salmon and, and you know, and go upstream, <laughs> right. And say, okay, man, you know, I need to get, I get out of this river, but part of it is like, okay, enjoy the ride, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take advantage of it now because you know what? Health doesn't last forever. You know, and I understand that. And so I'm having a blast right now. And, and I can really, you know, all of you that are listening or the watching this, um, use my example as, as a way for you to say, I can, you know? It, a, a, a fellow athlete of mine has a motto saying, why not me? It's true. Why not you? Yep. Look at me. You know, here is a ex Harley Davidson 
you know, party uh, party going, cigar smoking, beer drinking, you know, rocker um, that really was able to turn it around and say, you know what, Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Yeah. By the way, I'm still rocking out, but I'm (laughs) rocking out you know, and doing uh, more, <laughs> and doing more. like I'll be rocking out tonight as a matter there of fact. There you go. <laughs> so I have rehearsal. I have band rehearsal. Well, tonight, there you go. So. Well, before we end this live video, I wanted to ask you, Steve, uh, how about give us like three top things that you can advise our viewers beside what you just said just now, you know, what, what are the other three things, you know, what has helped you in this journey, both double century, your sports, keeping track or your triathlon. So that's one, what has helped you and what can you actually advise to our viewers right now that would help them? Those people who just like, just like you, how you were starting. Okay. So number one, surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, Surround yourself with people that are going to be able to encourage that are going to be able to push you because if you're hanging out with people that all they want to do is to, you know, gossip or to, you know, just, just to hang out and party and, you know, and, and not do things that are going to be able to uplift themselves, you know, whether it's, you know, being an athlete or whether it's, you know, at work or what have you, but like-minded people, uh, grab, you know, grab hold of individuals that are going to push you. And, and that's the reality that's going to push you to become a better person. I have those people in my life. And I'm very grateful for all of those people in my life because they've made me a better person. So that's number one. Number two, mindset. Mm-hmm. Mindset is everything, you know? Um, People say, hey, I'm motivated. I'm going to do this. The reality is motivation lasts this long. You know, you can get motivated to do something, but really it's till you get off the couch (laughs) and do the work that it's going to, you know, it's going to matter. So, and, and understand and know that it takes patience. I, I still struggle right now because of the fact that I see others right? Um, that are over here. And I'm here in my, in my head. But the reality is it's, it's, not a, it's not a race against them. It really isn't. You should not be comparing yourself. But we as human beings have the ability or have the, the um, um, part of it is just to be able to say, oh, you know, I'm comparing myself to all these other people. The reality is that that's not the case. So number two is that, is to be able to have that mindset to be able to push through. And number three, um, the thing that I would probably tell you to do is that it's, it, it's possible. It really is. Um, anything is possible, um, you know, for whatever your reasons, whether they're personal reasons, you know, of what you've gone through before in your life, you know, there is a way to work through that. There really is. We all have that dark passenger that lives within us. Um, And I know I do, you know, all you see here is, you know, the guy that's the guy that's, you know, (laughs) really nice. But at the same time, 
you know, there are things that, that we as individuals have as, as, as things that, that, that uh, prevent us from moving forward. And, and we can equate that into, into the fact that it's, you know, here, obviously what we're talking about, triathlons or being active, but also in life general. So, so that third thing is for you to keep pushing forward and to never, never accept becoming complacent. Yep. We have the ability to be complacent because why? It's easy. It's easy to just say, you know, what? I'm going to stay in today. Um, I'm not feeling it. And, you know, it's those people that say, yeah, you know what? I'm still not feeling it, but I'm going to do it. Right. And I'm not going to tell you, I would be a complete hypocrite to tell you that I feel it every single day. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm pumped and get things, you know, get things going. There are, there are days that, you know what? There are times that you're, that you're going to be pushed because things don't always go your way, obviously, or our way. Right. Mm -hmm. Motivation is great when everything is beautiful and, you know, everything, all the bills are paid and, and you know, <laughs> and the dogs are, are, are fed and walked and, you know, and everything is in perfect working order. But when things are in shambles, that's when you're tested, right? And that's when you need to push. And, and I am trying my hardest to be able to do that every single day of my life. Understanding that it's a process, understanding that it's a mindset, um, and that I'm going to fall, I'm going to make mistakes, but you know what? I'm going to get up, and I'm going to keep moving forward. Good stuff. Thank you, Steve. That was amazing. You guys wow. taking notes because those are good things. And just to follow up with what uh, Steve said, I myself. Someone who actually finished what the most uh, Ironman distance in 34 days last year. I finished 23 back, well, not back to back, but 23, 140.6 triathlon in 34 days. Guess what? I feel the same thing. Yep. Because it's not perfect and things may go wrong, up and down, but then it really is up to us how we can deal with that on when we act, it actually comes. And the way I actually coach a lot of athletes is like, when things are harder, see that as an opportunity to learn from it. Because if everything's all good, it's like, okay, you, there's like, you always expect everything's good. There's no excitement. There's no learning processes. Everything's good. But then if something goes wrong, see it as an opportunity. And yes. uh, it actually makes it more uh, colorful, interesting life, I think. But of course, it can be hard, but it's just the way life is. I, I really appreciate everything that you've shared, Steve, and you yeah. being just giving and, uh, you know, wanting to have all our viewers to actually learn from you. So now, if you want to follow Steve's Jordy of what else is coming up besides 70.3, because I know there's a lot more that's coming up or just basically have a laugh, have a watch him do his bands. Uh, you know, you can follow him, add him in Facebook or just message him or comment down below on our I Facebook know. group, Iron Man and Beyond and, or invite your friends to actually watch him. But, um, you know, on, on this video, but anything else you have questions from Steve, feel free to actually 
just put the comments below. He's very nice. He's, he will help you because that's basically. Tell me, Steve, does it make you happy of the just sharing these things of your experience? What does it, you know, what is it that you want? Why, why are you doing this? Like sharing why your experience. Doing this? You know, it's funny. I, I just, I, I was thinking about that right before this whole thing. And, and you know, I know that obviously the focus right now is, is on a human being, right? It's on me right now, but it, it could be somebody else later, right? It could be whoever, whoever is going to take this seat. But the reason for me doing this is that if I could be that much of help to someone, yeah. right? We we're all put on this earth to be able to hopefully help others, right? And to be able to help them either physically or to be able to help them with our words. Our words are so very powerful. And we have to understand that that is, that is reality, right? The things that you say, the things, because you can say something, right? And, and somebody will take it a certain way, you know, or another person will take it another. So, but my whole thing is, if I can be, uh, you know, and, and really, there are so many other people in life that have gone through so many other things, so many other hardships, um, you know, uh, success stories and things like that, where, you know, if, if you can get something out of my story and out of my experience, and I can be of assistance to anyone, then, then right there, it, it's worth it for me. 110%. If, if I can help someone who's feeling, you know what, I, I just don't get it. I, I, I'm not feeling it. You know, why am I doing this? Why am I not doing this? Why me? Right? And, and, and really, and, and the whole reality is that you need to pick yourself up. And, and if I can be a small part of that, then, then, then that's great. You know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be that because, you know, sharing about our goals and sharing about our breakthroughs, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, if I can be of that little inspiration, it's all worth it for me. Great. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. Okay, everyone, we're going to end this live call but Steve will always be around there. So you guys can still Bye. catch up, Steve. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much, Steve. And keep it up with all the good work, everything that you're doing. All right, Steve, we'll see you, you later. Chef. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.